Hello, my friends, Andy and Hedia coming to you live from Orange County, California on this Father's Day for the Living Fearless Devotional. Happy Father's Day, everyone. This is a production of ResurrectMinistry.com, where we're harnessing the power of the internet to share the gospel to every corner of the earth. Whether you are a princess walled up in a palace in Dubai with no church or a housewife down in Sherman Oaks, California, you can meet Jesus where you are. He is the living relational God and he will find you. Open your heart, seek him and he will find you. Uh, it is, um, we have a website full of material to draw you closer in your relationship with Christ, whether it's worship bands or Bible resources or new pastors you may never have heard of our previous shows in case you're looking for some um, clean entertainment. Mm -hmm. Most of the time it's clean unless we're talking about bodily function sometimes <laughs> <laughs> there's you know there's no shyness in religion uh but other than that it is we love to hear from you drop us a line and if you care to partner with us if this ministry has blessed you please contribute whatever you want it's the, it's the thought that counts yep. and like share subscribe this message uh it helps us to get the message out and um we are grateful for your participation yes Love that. Thank you. You covered it all. Did I? I tried. Yeah, I think you did. Um, and there's the website up there, resurrectministry.com, singular, resurrectministry.com. Go there. And we have some great comments. Lisa laid down some really awesome comments about uh, just, she's just blessing us. Yes. But there's a lot written there. So if I bring it up, it'll just, it may cover there. But uh, we just thank you for all these kind words. It's, uh, it's awesome. I feel kind of shy reading them all because they're way too nice. It's a prayer to God. So, yeah. 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 Uh, and then we have Carrie. Hello, Carrie. Nice to see you. Hi, Carrie. And there we go. Um, as you're signing in, just again, like Eddie said, just make sure and comment. That would be awesome. Whether you uh, are commenting on the devotional or maybe how you spent your Father's Day yes. with your father. Um, or if your father's in heaven. Yeah. Or hopefully, you're hoping your father's in heaven like me. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's hear what uh, Charles Spurgeon has to say on this devotional for, what's the date today? 18th, yeah. June 18th, uh, and the reference is Isaiah 54, 5, and he just simply puts in here the portion that says, your Redeemer. Amen. From the pen of Charles Spurgeon, he says that Jesus, the Redeemer, is completely and eternally ours. And every position or office of authority he holds is held on our behalf. He is king for us, priest for us, and prophet for us. And whenever, he, whenever we come across another title of his in the word, we should appropriate him as ours with each of those titles. The shepherd's staff and father's rod and captain's sword, the priest's headdress, the prince's scepter, and the prophet's robe are all ours. Jesus uses all his majesty for his, our exaltation, and he has no privilege or entitlement he will not employ in our defense. His fullness in the Godhead is our unfailing, inexhaustible treasure house. His manhood, which he took upon himself for us, in our, in, is also ours in all its perfection. Our gracious Lord mm -hmm. conveys the spotless virtue of a stainless character to us, just as he gives us his praiseworthy power and effectiveness for a life of devotion. 
he bestows on us the reward he won through his obedient submission and eternal service. He gives us the pure garment of his life for our beautiful covering, the brilliantly shining virtues of his character as our crowning jewels and our supernatural meekness of his death as our boast and glory. He bequeaths his manger to us so we will learn how God came to man and his cross to us to teach us how man may go up to God. All Jesus' thoughts, emotions, actions, words, miracles, and prayers were for us. He walked the road of sorrow on our behalf and has bestowed upon us his entirely heavenly legacy, the complete result and inheritance of every work of his life. He is as much ours today as he has ever been or will ever be. And he would be ashamed, and he would be ashamed not to portray himself as our Lord Jesus Christ, though he is the blessed and only ruler, the King of kings and Lord of lords. Everywhere and in every way, Jesus is our Christ, richly to enjoy forever and ever. O oh, my soul, through the power of the Holy Spirit, declare him this morning your Redeemer. Amen. Wow. It's a lot there. He laid a lot on my heart to be a little bit more thankful than I than maybe right. I sometimes am. Yes. <laughs> I almost kind of take him for granted now. It's it, I can I feel that. Yeah. Totally. What else did you feel? Uh just um I highlighted a couple lines because there's just so much. Uh the first one is his fullness in the Godhead is our unfailing, inexhaustible treasure house. So because he is fully God and fully man, um, he has all of the divine attributes of God as of our heavenly father and their inexhaustibility, meaning they're infinite. They, they never cease and they never fail is a, so when I think of a treasure house, I think of like almost like a box that we can always reach into and take stuff out of. You know, it's this, it's this never-ending fountain of grace, of mercy, of love, of provision, of goodness that um, all comes to us by virtue of the, the fact that Christ came down as entirely man and entirely God um, to redeem us, right? So that, that stuck out to me. And the second one that stuck out to me was he bequeaths his manger to us. So his gift to us is the manger he was born in, the, the meekness, the humility that in which he came down, God as the Godhead came down as a man. So he basically in that taught us humility and taught us how, no matter how great you are, um, you can submit yourself to the laws of the universe as, as God. He submitted himself to the laws of the universe to sacrifice himself for us. So taught us the lessons of humility. And then his cross teaches us how we go up to God. So all of the sacrifices we need to make, all of the um, forsaking of ourself, the self-abasement, the, um, the otherworldliness, the attention to eternity is what the cross teaches us on how we get back up to God. Mm -hmm. So the humility teaches us how to come down to earth and the self-sacrifice teaches us how to go up to God. Wow. 
I think there's also what, what you're saying also is the reminder to us and what, and what Charles said in here is, is that sometimes we can, I can look personally, I will just say to myself, I, I can look back of everything we read about what Jesus was going through and what he did and the pain and the suffering and the, um, the times that he was tested uh, for his, you know, uh, not to fall into sin that all that was, I, I can look at it. That was happening then for the people around him at the time. Right. Like th those demonstrations and the miracles he performed and all the other stuff they went through, it, it, you know, I can look at, well, that, that, that was what he was doing then to kind of give the start of the, of the, of the faith or the way. Mm -hmm. But the way that Charles put it here is that we have to remember that he was doing that for me here today. Right. That, that his suffering was for me today, for you today. Amen. And that it's, it's more than just what we read in a book. Right. You know, the, the, the words in a, in a book, it's, we really got to look, if somebody were to, um, if we were like walking down the street and some, we were looking at our phone or something and didn't realize we were walking into the, into traffic, that somebody would have pushed us out of the traffic and then gotten hit by the car themselves, that we would be like, oh my gosh, that person just saved my life. It would be, you know, oh, what can right. I do for your family? You would look for ways like, hey, do they have, does this guy have kids? or women have kids, yes. you know, I need to pay for their college because I wouldn't, I mean, I have kids and now I'm still here because of that person. Do you see what I'm saying? That yes. you, that feeling would be completely different if that happened today. Right. And that's exactly what Jesus did for us 2000 years ago. Right. And that we should have that same devotion. Amen. Same desire Absolutely. to uh, make it right. Um, as if somebody did that for us today. Absolutely. That's how I, that's what I felt from I'm hearing him talk about. So you're getting that on this next line, right? All mm -hmm. Jesus's thoughts, emotions, actions, words, miracles, and prayers were for us. Yep. He walked the road of sorrow on our behalf and has bestowed upon us his entire heavenly legacy. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. Uh, we got a lot of comments coming out. It looks like. Uh, I'll, I'll let you take Big it explosion. No, here you do it because I can't. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Do it sideways. Oh, BRB, big explosion outside. Oh, that's scary. Hope everybody's safe. Whatever it was, let us yes. know if you find out what it is. Um, what does amen. BRB mean? Uh, uh, be right back. Oh, let it go. You go check it out. Um, Cindy, saying happy, happy Father's, Father's Day. Day. Awesome. He is our redeemer, she says. Uh, praying all is well, Carrie. Yes, we pray that everything's okay. And, and don't go too close, whatever, <laughs> whatever it is. If we need to get in a bunker, let us know. Cause I, you know, we, uh, we, yeah. Oh, it was fireworks. Oh, Kate says. There you are. Hi. Hello, Kate. Nice Hi, to see you. Kate. And what does Lisa say? Great analogy, Andy, as always on point. And I love the way Hedy had. <laughs> Thank you. Is mine. Then. Yeah. Thank you for your kind words earlier. Thank too, you, and, and Lisa. That was awesome. And Carrie, ben oh. has a dumb neighbor setting off fireworks. Disney like fireworks. Yeah. So I, um, yeah, that just really kind of is hit me. Is I, I, I really need to to keep that in mind uh, moving forward, just to keep that into my daily walk in my daily life. Absolutely. I, I think it's super important. Um. Should we re really quickly read what Jim had to say? Because I thought he had a couple of really good sure. points here. 
Job, Job declared, (laughs) I know that my Redeemer lives and that in the end he will stand on the earth. And after my skin has been destroyed, yet in my flesh I will see God. I myself will see him with my own eyes, I and not another, how my heart yearns within me. In spite of all of his suffering, Job trusted in the Lord, whom he referred to as my Redeemer. And he looked forward to the day when Jesus would actually stand upon the earth. In some respects, Job had called a greater called upon to show greater faith than we are, for he looked forward in faith, whereas we look back to Jesus' first coming with a great amount of evidence to support the fact that he indeed walked this earth. Yet when I look back on Jesus' first coming or forward by faith to his second coming, he is eternally mine and I am his. This glorious revelation that he is my redeemer and that I am his should evoke the following prayer within me. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. That's Psalm 1914. May the words of my mouth. Meditations of my heart. Wow. And I like the way they said that, uh, that he uses Job as an example, because it's a, it's a cool example, not only because he just suffered so tremendously, but he's also foreshadowing the coming of the Messiah on the earth mm. because he's before Jesus, you know. Um, but he believed wholeheartedly that he would experience that. Yep. Very cool. Poor Job. He went through a lot. Chinooks. He did. So bad for that guy. Let's go through the scripture. Isaiah 54, 5. For your maker is your husband. The Lord of hosts is his name. And your redeemer is the Holy One of Israel. He is called the God of the whole earth. Yeah, it is interesting that the, the that he's called uh, your husband. Yeah, the creator. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's as if they're using both, um, both, uh, I don't want to say versions, but both persons of the Godhead, mm. the Father and Jesus, as if he's referring to both in one expression. In Isaiah. In Isaiah. Yeah. Uh, Romans 5.1. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And 1 Timothy 15.17. He who is blessed and only the sovereign, the king of the kings and Lord of Lord, who only who alone possesses immortality and dwells in unapproachable light, whom no one has seen or can see to him be honor and eternal dominion. Amen. Instruct those who are rich in the present world not to be conceited or to set their hope on the uncertainty of riches, but on God who richly supplies us with all things to enjoy. And this again, it was the first part of it speaking about Jesus. And then he's referring to um, heavenly father who alone possesses immortality and dwells in an approachable light whom no one has seen or can see. That's the father. Mm-hmm. Psalm one Oh three, one bless the Lord. O my soul and all that is within me bless his holy name. Back to the <laughs> swapping it back and forth. Uh, let's see. Kate's laughing at the 55 plus. I think oh. um, uh, what Carrie meant was that you don't set off fireworks in a neighborhood that has mostly people 
that are slightly older <laughs> because they may think it's a bomb. Well, they can have fun too. We had a, a great speaker at a church we went to today called Crosspoint. Um, and he did mention there that men still have children hearts sometimes. Yes. Childlike um, yes. things that they like to do. So I, I, I would, I, I bet you it's not a 55 year old or plus aged woman. That's letting off the fire, yeah. for sure. <laughs> it's either kids or a man. Oh, did I ever tell you the story <laughs> that uh, we have a friend at church that we've mentioned in the past, uh, Jack, not not Pastor Jack, but our friend Jack at church. And we were talking about um, this exact subject, men that do silly things. And she's like, oh, my God, you don't even know. Yet last night he was riding the uh, shopping cart <laughs> in, the dry, in the garage. <laughs> In the parking lot. And I told her, I said, oh, my God, be careful. Don't let him do that. I'm like, Andy ripped his knee falling with the grocery cart, trying to rescue the eggs as the cart falls on his body. She's like, no. And I'm like, I'm telling you, he was doing the exact same thing. So she's like looking at him. She's like, Jack, I told you to stop doing that. And I did save the eggs. And you saved the eggs. Yeah. Not your knee, though. No, but I saved the eggs. Uh, and Gary wants me to make sure to know that it is illegal. Yeah, well. Yes. <laughs> I wish I could say that I didn't set off fireworks in a city that was, yes, it was illegal. Um, and he says, uh, tell us how your church experience went today. Oh. We had a little bit different experience, a little different, uh, but uh, it, it is, a, it is an interesting one. I think um, send the dogs. <laughs> to the. Uh, uh, Before she moved there, she was the youngest on the block. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's awesome. So, yeah, so we decided to go to Cross Point, as we mentioned yesterday, and we did. Uh, and they had a great car show. They had some really nice cars that there. That was awesome. And then I see uh, a friend of ours named Gary, uh, Gary Hayer, Hire. Um, and I don't always want to say Hayer, but it is Hire. Um, a, a gentleman who has uh, had, had to suffer with cancer and had a little, many times uh, at another bout with it just recently. And he, he's using. Uh, natural methods and it, it seems to keep on working but plus he has god which is yes. another natural method yes <laughs> the, the 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 most natural method so we see him right off the bat right? yes uh and then we're walking in and we and a man comes up to us and says hi hey don't you guys go to 24-hour fitness and um i i knew that gary just said that the pastor's name is brian so uh as he's talking he goes, my name is Brian. What's your name? And, yeah. and we introduce ourselves. And, no and, and then you were just look at him as this as the, this guy at the gym. Yeah. Because we recognize him from the gym. Yes. And uh, the next thing we know, he's the head pastor at Cross Point. Huh. <laughs> and I, 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 I think it, it made just, me flustered. It, it flustered her just a little bit. Yeah. But I uh, really enjoyed talking to him. It was a really good guy. And I, I like really, very nice guy. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, and then we go in and. Uh, he, and he goes, unfortunately, I'm not the one speaking tonight. He had a guest speaker. And right now his name is escaping me. I don't remember his name. But uh, anyway, he's very funny. Uh, had a great message about fathers. And uh, I'll talk a little bit about one of the things that he talked about before we before we leave here. Um, I thought the music was really good. The worship was good. They did a good job. Very nice. But this, but the same thing is like, you know, it, and I'm sorry. I mean, we can be pretty critical people. I mean, that's our flesh probably still yes. that's in us a little bit. But I, I just don't understand why they wear the clothes that they wear. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody gets dressed up for church anymore. I know, but it's not even that, Schnugs. Uh, 
It's it, it just I don't understand the clothing. What, what do you mean? I don't understand. Like, why? Why, why the can't they get like, suit? yeah, why can't they get a pair of pants and shirt that match? Yeah, I don't know. I, <laughs> this, this millennials or Gen Z's or whatever they are. They don't care if it's wrinkled. They don't care if it doesn't match. Yeah. They don't care if it's the wrong size. It's because, you know, the problem is I want to worship. Well, but, then but, close your eyes. But my mind. <laughs> Close your eyes. So it takes, I got this little delay. I'm going, I don't think that that dad, it's a woman. I don't know why she's wearing a dad, a dad shirt. You are not supposed to be that distracted. (laughs) It's so horrible. (sighs) But their music, the way they sang, it it moved me. And I really did like it. Once I got through the the distraction of my, of my sinful eyes. Yes. I just, I just was trying, but I couldn't help it. So that was that first thing, but the rest of it for me, I, I really I enjoyed my my time there. Uh, I, I really liked the the peeps, the people that I talked to. They seemed to be very nice. Nice. So I felt pretty good about it. Uh, I think I might try to look into their men's ministry a little bit. They got some stuff coming up that I, I might try to get connected. It's really close to the house. I like the way Carrie makes it sound very intellectual. Dystopian fashion. <laughs> It's part of this generation. It's dystopian fashion. I like that. That's that's a very mature word to use. Uh, I don't understand dystopian fashion. (laughs) Exactly. Right there. That's it. Hit the nail on the head. But you know you're gonna be standing there in front of a bunch of people. Yeah, but dystopian fashion is is the way that they see it. They don't care. That is their fashion sense. Yeah, it's, it's, it's you know it, we're like typical old people that just look back in the new generation and be like them kids. No, I don't. But I don't feel like I'm that old. Shugs. Oh, honey, <laughs> that's that sounds like a huge problem. But they don't. I mean, they don't iron their clothes. They don't. No, none of them. They they don't believe this generation does not believe in irons. They wear some crazy. They don't care shoe- if it matches. They don't care if the shoes have nothing to do with the rest of the outfit. <laughs> I don't want to make this sound so superficial. <laughs> Honestly, what, it, what, what, what we're trying to say is yes. that there's just certain it, it, a stage presence for worship. It it would just see, it would just be nice. I don't know. Mm. I just think that there if there was some modem of decorum of some symbiosis in the in the bands but i'm over it because yeah. it, it happens everywhere so i yeah. just try to ignore it yeah <laughs> yeah but i, I thought I, I had a really good time i really enjoyed uh, the time there and um, looking forward to doing some other stuff with those peeps they seem to be very cool um we uh um so I go, I'm trying to decide whether I should go. I just want to talk about it. the one thing. I'll go to this first because it'll stay in context with what we're talking about. Um, and that is the thing that oh, that good. men get distracted by. I thought was a really important part of the message. Awesome. Um, he was essentially that he that men of Christ should be uncommon. That unfortunately, being common is to be worldly. Mm-hmm. and caught up in this world. So his entire message was about that, which was amazing. He did a good job of connecting scripture to it and that kind of stuff. And then he said that the things that, uh, that, that, that cause men to fall or to fail uh, in, in being uncommon is pride, um, which I know nothing about. No. <laughs> Isolation. 
that an important one. that was an important one. I thought when I saw that, that they can just get caught up in their own little world and, yes. and not uh, do life with other people. Exactly. Even no their family, even no. their wife. Yeah. Yep. So isolation is big. Then worldliness, which is obvious. Uh, fear. Fear, fear of talk. I think one of the things is fear of talking about Jesus. The fear of uh, bringing it up in a conversation. Absolutely. The fear of bringing it up to a family member or to a friend. And Even say, like you, you've said yeah. early on where you're like, I don't know if I know enough to bring it up. I don't want to get, I don't want to get embarrassed by not knowing enough if I bring it up. Oh my gosh. I had such great fear the first time I pushed the live button to go live reading a devotional. <laughs> it, 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 I paced the house. I, I, I had to leave the house. I had to go to a place. I don't to know what the ducks. I had to go to the park to act like well, I was talking so the to kids ducks. were home. Yeah, that's true too. So that may have been <laughs> why I was a little more awkward. But I was fearful. I yeah. was fearful. I was going, oh my gosh, what are my friends going to think? The whole, I understand that one completely. Uh, discouragement, being discouraged by other people, saying, you know, oh look at you. <laughs> oh, now you're this Christian guy. Yeah. And then you get discouraged mm. because everybody's putting you down busyness being busy busy I'm too busy 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 doing what <laughs> busy 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 and then of course the last thing was sin uh, and uh so obvious but, one yeah <laughs> but i had to be on the list right but I thought that's a really good list i'm gonna keep that list around and uh and probably bring that up in maybe a one home of our church. church home churches or something like that. that's really important to bring those things up was there anything you got out of the message today that i know it was about fathers and about father's day and men but, but I, th- I think that's rules of general applicability is all <laughs> Carrie's Carrie's showing off that her mom did vocab at dinner. My dad made me memorize the dictionary, Carrie. <laughs> so I'm there with you. So, uh, yeah, so it was, um, a message I think that was, that resonated with women too. All those things, we have those same problems, mm. you know, pride, isolation, I actually have noticed isolation being because I've never lived this life, right? I've never lived a married life before. So I notice how um, getting in a family routine, especially when you have kids and you have a husband, you can end up kind of isolating yourself because you just are swimming in this orbit of, mm. I see my kids, I see my family, I wake up, I go to bed. I, you know, it, it uh, if you're not careful, you can lose the importance of, um, I think, godly company mm-hmm. um, and accountability that that brings and uh, the richness that comes from discussing and learning and growing with people, doing life with people. Hmm. Is there... I'm trying to think if there's another aspect that I'm not sure how it, it connects or not, but I was just thinking about when you were saying about that we can be somewhat isolated, but then go out and try to meet people that are more sinful for, for than us, because then we don't seem as bad. Is there an aspect of that, do you think? That I'm doing? No, not you, the people. <laughs> Not us, because we, we are way above all this. Yeah. But <laughs> no, I mean I I'm because I what I, my point was just the opposite. I look for godly company. Well, that's what I mean. Are there other people that look at the other because that's what I was thinking? Is there people that like sure. go out there and say, you know what? I, I, I like this person because they're not with. they're not as bad as I am. Or that I just want somebody to party with. <laughs> yeah. I just want somebody to hang out with. True. But I like uh I love the idea 
and the process of iron sharpening iron. So I love hanging out with mature saints because I learned so much from them, mm. you know, and when I am not in a Bible study uh, or like around them or I have opportunities to be around them, I, I miss it. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, our friends, uh, uh, Vinny, um, oh my gosh, why is his wife's name escaping me for right now? Yeah. That's oh my gosh. Happens. That's horrible. Yeah, I oh, <laughs> I do this all the time. So it's not, it's not just them. I just want everybody to know that I do this all the time. Um, but I miss them because I feel like they, they were on that same path about the same yes. time that we were. Um, we have to go, we have to, we have Ron and yep. Lisa too. We have yep. some great friends that we should. Oh, Rob uh, asked us to go out to dinner again. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I f- forgot to tell you that Rob and Lisa. Yeah. Uh, and I want to know what, uh, oh, Rebel is a Rob and Lisa or Ron and Lisa? Rob and Susan. Susan. <laughs> okay. Ron See? and Lisa. See, Vinny, if you're watching, I did the same thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Rob and Susan. Thank you for catching that. Rebel Oh, you've got me stumped, Carrie. Rebelazian. Is that a Rebel-Azian. rebel? A, a, a group of rebels? I don't know. I don't think I've heard that one. That's a big SAT word. Or somebody who's a leader of rebels. Uh, And Lisa had a nice comment. Biting or cutting humor. (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) Gotta remember that one. It's kind of like our circuitous road. (laughs) Right. And Lisa says. And Lisa, this podcast is helping her do a Christian walk with people because she lives alone and Mm. doesn't drive. Thank you, Lisa. We're grateful for you, too. It was a little bit, I, the, and I'm glad that she said that because that was one of the reasons why, in addition to helping me um, stay closer to God and, and to get closer as I began to read these devotionals, but it was during the pandemic uh, that I started doing those and hoping that I could connect with people uh, that were stuck, stuck in their homes. Uh, and thank you. So that kind of, it, it's continued on. Yes. Um, another interesting thing that happened today, and I, I, I would like to know why this happened and what it's all about. But we went out to dinner tonight at a, yes. uh, at a really cool restaurant in Anaheim. Um, Ruth Chris steakhouse, which is a, uh, it was quite crowded and busy. I mean, yeah. A, it's a popular chain. Very, very popular. It was a full house. So I would, how many does it fit? Maybe 300 people in there at least. So 300 people Sar- like sardines. So we live in your Belinda. Uh, we go to church in uh, Chino Hills. Uh, which is about 15, 20 minutes from here. Oh, from our house now, it's 25, you know. Yeah, okay. Uh, and then, but we went to Anaheim, which is another 15 minutes away from where we live now, 15, 20 minutes uh, to where we were in a restaurant in a tourist area. Hundreds of thousands of people are in this one little area. So we're sitting there eating dinner and uh, the table next to us, the people finish their dinner and leave and we're just finishing our dinner. And a couple comes in and, and I hear, we want to sit anywhere else, but not next to these people. <laughs> I laugh. I thought to myself, what in the world is I happening Of course. Right now? I have somebody from the school board. No. So I look to my left and it's two, it's a couple uh, that we have a, uh, a, a, a small connection with that we just simply go to the same church and we're essentially seat partners Yes, uh, in the same row or in seat the same mates. general area, seat mates. Yes. And it's this couple that we see there and on occasion they've even saved seats for us. Yes. But Lovely people. Out of all the places, 
if we go to church with them in, in Chino Hills, and I think they live out in Chino Hills. Yes. And they get and we're seated, in the middle of Disneyland. They get seated right next to us. And here comes the conversation. So go on. So, I, so right away, you know, I'm thinking, well, how is that possible that this would happen? That this couple would be seated next to us? What, 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 what's happening, or why? And so um, we just got through eating our steak, and that's all we eat now, of course. So we all we only had a steak <laughs> sitting on our plates with a big giant bone left. With a bi- gigantic bone, it was one of those uh, tomahawks. Yeah, and so. Um, then they came. I said, "Oh, you just missed it. We just got done eating our our big old, you know, dinosaur here." And uh, and then we got in this conversation about how we're only eating meat. And then they both talk about how they, and especially him, the husband, is having an issue He's with getting food poisoning sick. every other day. Yeah, literally <laughs> constantly suffering from food poisoning. And he says, and he kind of like laughingly says, "I swear to you, it's the vegetables." He's like, every time I trace it back, it's the vegetables. Mm-hmm. And so we were telling about the carnivore diet. And I told you, I said, that's really not a joke. You could be getting plant toxicity that your body is literally um, spitting it out because it's become quite toxic for you. Uh, and so he was telling his wife, he's like, I think that's it. I'm not eating the vegetables anymore. I'm not doing it. <laughs> yeah. And so, so he's really interested in, but he said it's been really bad. Like, yeah, it was wild. Constantly sick. And then she talks about her, her um, uh, addiction to sugar. And, um, you know, I don't know what, if there's any effect that she's seeing from that or not, but uh, it, it, uh, there's something there. As we were driving away, yeah. I was going, what, why, why did God make this happen today? Out of yeah. all the places. It was wild. And, but the conversation led to, you know, I think that there's something that we needed to tell him about this diet we're on and maybe it will help him. Yeah. And again, we're not saying that we're doctors or you're not, uh, you know, making any medical claims here. Again, it's like anything else yeah. you try. You don't like it. Stop. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not a, it's not a prison sentence. But I share with him, my blood pressure is lower than it's ever been. And I've had high blood pressure since I've been my, in my teens. I, I it's, it's been an issue with me forever. And right now it's, it's never been lower. And no gastrointestinal problems. We ate a big old gigantic steak and we didn't feel full leaving or yeah. bloated or anything like that. And so wow. it was interesting that they were seated right next to us for us to, to give us the opportunity to talk to, about what we had just ate and why and and shared with him. And, and I, I think that's, that's it happens. I think yeah. it's pretty crazy. It was. How that was that he was that. literally throwing up and going to the doctor constantly because he's constantly getting food poisoning, yeah. which is odd. I actually have never heard of such a thing. So. Who knows? How cool is that? Yeah. We I got a lot of comments. Yep. Let's go. go back up. Let's go. Uh, so Jan's looking forward to her first Bible study with us. Oh, I invited awesome. Jan to my uh, friend Jeannie's Bible study. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So we're going to be doing the Psalms. Uh, we're on break from our other one with Debbie for the summer. So Jeannie's picking that up um, for Thursday mornings. Oh, nice. Yeah. How exciting. I'm so happy for Jan. Uh, and Cindy saying she likes us and this is social for her spiritually <laughs> connecting. <laughs> Thank you, Cindy. I'm glad and she likes like, us. Whoa. Yeah. I know. Can you imagine if Cindy had to do this and didn't like us? I know, but she sends us some pretty cool messages. So I'm glad that she likes us because we, we learned so much about her name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mentioned that for those of you that didn't see the show, but I mentioned the other day, you know, that I can see that she spells her name with a Y and I said, all right, I don't think, I don't believe that your parents 
spelt it that way, but it's possible. Um, do you, and I asked, do you spell it that way or is, is was it really S I N D Y? Um, and I asked C I N D Y. And so, um, she shared with us a, a whole bunch of stories. Yes. Uh, Name I, I, stories. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought it was only Andy that kept manipulating his name and changing it on his, <laughs> on his driver's license. But apparently Cindy does that too. Because Andy's got a whole bunch of names on his driver's license. No, I only have my birth name. Yeah, well, no, but I mean, but uh, you, you got lots of names. Well, I only have my, in my official documents it only says andre brian jimenez that's my it says andre name. brian falco jimenez not on my license oh no no this is andre brian jimenez Everybody. so what where do you have falco on my on, books and on your uh, medical insurance I've seen oh that. my medical insurance that's because my kids last name were falco yeah and so, what about your social security nope andre oh. brian jimenez oh okay the official document. but he goes by the name andy falco so when you when we go to get him paid, andy everyone's Falcon like, who? Like, I don't, who's the Andy Falco then that we're talking to all I the time? And the Andrew, but Andre Jimenez is the one that's getting paid. I explain it to that's them and they, they understand. It's his twin. No, but we all have these stories. And so Cindy. I don't, so I've been heady of my whole life. My, my point of bringing up Cindy again, it, it was not just that, but also that I'm so thankful because I just, I go see, I went, I turned to it. I go see, because she talked about her daughter having a name issue. Right, Alex? <laughs> and we are still here. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> what she was saying, is Kate telling you your story is taking too long? <laughs> I love that, Kate. Now it's not just me. <laughs> oh, because we were looking at each other? Oh, I don't Maybe know. Maybe that's why. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, but I'm not the only one who has these these name things that no. happen throughout our lives. Yeah. And then she she actually purposefully changed her name. My I did, but then it became a thing and then I had to keep it. Right. Have I ever told the story on the devotion? You did. Did I? Please don't do All right, it then go back whenever it is that I did that and, and find it. Yes. But it's an important one. I, I think mine, out of all the stories I've heard about people who add a name or I don't really change it. I just added a name. Well, I mean, but a lot of people do that in your profession. If they're in a security profession, they create a pen name. You yep. basically just created a pen name. Yep. And they got stuck. But that's not uncommon either. No. 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 no I'm so normal. I'm so normal. Let's go back to Christ the Redeemer. <laughs> How do you Lord, want to end on? Uh, end help this? me, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's it's beautiful. It's beautiful to understand the magnitude of what He's given us in His life and in His death, mm. um, and in His eternal life. Just to have at our disposal all the riches of His glory and all of the things that He came on to Earth to accomplish and will come back to Earth to accomplish. Uh, we're just quite fortunate. And it's important, as you said, to remember that. Yeah. I really love, uh, as we pray, we pray before, of course, I mean, it, it wouldn't be a surprise to anybody, but we pray before we go live. And um, and as usual, I prayed uh, to, uh, in my prayer, I said I was looking forward to hearing what God had to teach me uh, during this uh, devotional. And what he taught me today was about that, that, that understanding that I should look at his death and his, sacrifices as, as more 
uh, of a today thing than a, a past thing. Absolutely. It's something that I should reflect it's on. Great lesson. I love that too. And uh, on this Father's Day, I hope all of you had a great Father's Day. I wanted to make sure and uh, acknowledge your father and that he was uh, an amazing man. And I just wish that I had been able to spend more time with him. But the time that I spent with Thank him was you. amazing. And he uh, was just something special. I loved our dinners together. Thank you. And the time we had a chance to talk. Um, I miss him. So that was pretty amazing. So happy Father's Day to Mike. Thank you. He's um, a great, great man. Um, and then lastly, I want to thank you for giving me a, an additional uh, father crown with yeah. your with your daughter. Um, so you added to my fatherdom. Yes. And so I appreciate that she made a, a, a very nice uh, you know, a post today. Yeah. Um, who, what did she say? She said to the one who should have been here from the beginning. Oh. Oh. It was awesome. Could you tell that you. she it hit me? She, she, I was in the middle of a conversation and she showed it to me. I almost couldn't continue the conversation. Oh. I didn't know what to do. I was a little flustered. Oh. But uh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, it's, um, thank you for being so amazing that she'd write that about you. <laughs> thank you. True. Thank you. So I really appreciate that. That was, um, it was very nice. And I appreciate you. Uh, for fulfilling my life oh, with some amazing stuff. I love you. It's going to continue on. Yeah, more and, and your more. lunch turned out okay? The lunch. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my Father's Day lunch was almost as amazing as my dinner. I love you. Yes, I love you too. All right, Thank my friends. You all. We love you. Happy Father's Day to the fathers that are watching uh, and the grandfathers and to uh, all of you. We, uh, we love you guys. Yes. See you soon. God bless. Take care. Bye. Bye.